Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another week of the Rue Podcast. We're here on a Thursday night, final uh, week, final Thursday before the Christmas break, uh, and we have got a special guest. But before we get to the special guest, Jordan Kearney is with me for another week. Hello, Gibbler. How are you? Very well, very well. And we've got our special guest, or the, the first woman of the club, as we like to our call fir- her. Our first lady. President's first daughter, lady. I like to call myself. Laura Wright. So, <laughs> as you heard, there she is. Before we, <clears throat> before we get to her too much, uh, just a, a shout out to our major sponsors. We've got uh, Matthew Crowell and Alana Crowell from Crowell's Electrical. We've got the Alice family from Tarosa Stairs and the Price family from Norellan Pools. So, yes, Laura Wright. Uh, of many talents, committee member. Thank you. In charge of socials, runs most Thursday night dinners. Good dinners. Fantastic dinners. What do we have tonight? A bit of uh, the edible, usually. pasta bake. <laughs> bit of pasta, pasta bake, bake. garlic bread. Yeah, that was um, thanks to Lans. Lans did that today. We um, Alana do. Crail. Yes, yes. She put her hand up for for one a month, so just to keep the job. A little bit lighter, share it around, which is fantastic. Oh, we like to get everyone involved. Came into the rooms tonight, and it was a bit of a, a bit of a special arena. We had uh, gingerbread on the table, yep. Christmas carols on, and some I tinsel around. That, by so the way, so nice vibe. Sorry about the noise grateful. in the background. If you can't hear that, we've got a bit of AC Doocy going on, and uh, for the boys. World Series of Poker out the back there. Yeah, getting a bit rowdy. So, uh, move along to on-field. George, you want to kick us off, please? Yeah, I'll start running us through some uh, results of round seven. Uh, I think Dune is actually up to around 10, I think. Um, so really getting through the season. So we'll start with the under 12 sixes. And they played Warrandyte. They had a loss, unfortunately. We made 6 for 66. Um, and Warrandyte made 6 for 96. Um, so unlucky there. And then the under 12 twos played Baronia. We had a win. First win of the season, might I add there. First win of the season. Very good effort by the lads. Had uh, We made seven for 240, which is an absolutely monstrous score considering we hadn't hadn't, uh, hadn't won a game yet. But Archie Nickel with 55 not out, son of the coach, Stephen Nickel. So great effort there. He's, uh, he's doubling up and playing in the 14s as well. So plenty oh, of cricket from young Archie. Well done, Arch. Uh, the under-14 threes played Lilydale. We had a loss, unfortunately. Uh, we made 136. Archie Nickel, the best of the bats, with 23 retired, not out. Um, and Lilydale made 156. So just passed us there. And Matilda Nickel with three wickets. So well done to Tilly. The Nickel's dominating the, the under-14 threes. Girls representing. Mm. Very nice. And I should also add Enrique Sidhu in their 12 twos. So I missed that before. Made 40, uh, not out. So well done to Enrique as well. Enrique 8. Under 16 twos, Gib. Uh, 16 twos played Norwood, and we went down in that one. Uh, yeah, they they won pretty comprehensively in the end. So we got bowled out for 116, despite Ryan Egan's uh, knock of 50, uh, and Norwood in return made nine for 296. Jesus, so that's a big score. Chased a fair bit of lever there, the boys, but hopefully better off for in the long run. Uh, James Dempsey claimed two wickets in that one. Attempts. And the vets had a week off. Um, they come back after after the new year. And they're sitting pretty well on the ladder. I think they're first on the ladder, I'm pretty sure. Um, so into the fifth 11 here, they played Warrandyte. Unfortunately, had a loss. We made four for 137. Um, G. Sidhu with 50 not out. Good knock by him. Warrandyte made five for 192. 
Um, just past us there, Nick Sterrett and Blake Sterrett with two wickets each. So, the two, the two combination doing well. And unfortunately, sitting last on the ladder, but hopefully there's one more game left before Christmas, get a win on the board, and then hopefully after Christmas, um, they, they get a few wins. Yep. Uh, that's basically a father-son team, that one. So, a lot of the players are quite young. So, blooding them and uh, get them as much experience as we can. So, although sitting last, still plenty of upside in that team. Uh, the fourth 11 now, played against Bayswater Park and had a win. So, we made 189 for and lost four wickets. Jacko, the skipper, retired not out on 51. And Damo Delaney, 48 not out. I think that was a royal flush out the back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the, uh, the background keep, noise. You just keep, have to keep kicking on. I'll try and keep kicking with that one. So uh, they made, so in return to our four for 189, they made nine for 182. Uh, and wickets were shared, and we're currently sitting fifth on the ladder. Right, yeah, the third 11 played Montrose. Uh, we had a win, made one nine one. Um, Jamie Atkinson with 42 and Adam Swanson, Nanu with 52 not out. Those boys looking good out in the middle tonight as well. They were, they were. Um, and then Montrose made eight for 181. So got pretty close within 10 runs, um, but obviously not enough overs left. Um, and the wickets were shared and we're sitting second on the ladder. So we'll hopefully get another win this week and they could be, they could be nearing top of the ladder. Ando's happy boy at the moment. A few of the threes boys might uh might want to have a bit of a chat on Saturday night. Might sit you down and have a bit of a chat, I reckon, Jordan. <laughs> Tends to be what the threes do. Uh, moving on to the second 11. They played against South Croydon. Uh, at South Croydon, at Cheong. And we lost. Uh, we won the toss and we batted, making eight for 149. Darren Dempsey. 54, so nice little knock from him. Uh, I think he might have pretty much been the only only real contributor for you guys, though, yeah, George. I think Nick Wright made about 30-odd. He batted well with Demps um, to kick us off. But, yeah, Demps was spanking him around. Um, and, unfortunately, he could have made more than 54. And Yeah. So what happened? You guys were one for 95, I think, oh, at one point. We were cruising it, yeah. One for 90, 90-odd. Um and yeah, we just we just didn't rotate the strike in the back back half of the innings and got a bit stuck trying to hit it through the field. And yeah, lost a few wickets and yeah, just didn't make enough, unfortunately. I think it can be quite hard when we go from two-day games like we have basically played all throughout so far. I think we might have only played one one-day up until this one day. So having to change from that two-day mode to the one-day mode can be quite tricky. Yeah, definitely. Definitely so caught you guys in the back foot. Yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah the top order batted pretty well, but yeah, that middle order to bottom order just got a little bit got a little bit trapped, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, yeah, they they passed us four down with one over to go, so it did get pretty tight in the end. Um, and probably the last three overs leading towards that, we we let go go a little bit. If we were a bit tighter, it would have given us a chance in that last over, but we we didn't get there. Uh, the wickets were shared, and we're sitting fifth on the ladder. But the it's a very tight. Tight, uh, tight grade. There's a, a fair few teams sitting on around the 26 to 30 point range. So um, winning games is vital. Win this one going into Christmas and could be in a good position. Yeah, it could be second after this week. Ah, beautiful. Uh, going on to the first 11 versus South Croydon. We played at home. Uh, we had our first win of the year. Woohoo! 
So, yes, happy days on, on Saturday night. Very so, exciting to so watch. So he must be the lucky charm. Oh, he must be. He'll tell you all about it as well, won't he? <laughs> so we, we won the toss and thought we'd uh, we'd swing the willow. Uh, got off to a great start. So we had uh, Jack Price and Matt Crowell open the batting. And I think at one point we were none for 75 off 11 overs. Yeah, I was, I was watching it on my career and they've bowled a few extras, start. I think. Mm. <laughs> they're mm. 20 extras in after 10 overs. Yeah, I think the, the way that those two batted, being aggressors, um, yeah, just threw their bowling off. They bowl, end up bowling quite a few extras. I don't have the, the amount here, but yeah, definitely contributed by, um, by Jack and, and Matt. So we lost our first wicket at about 85, I think it was. So they got us off to a fantastic start. Yeah. Uh, what happened? What happened there? So Jack ended up going out for, for 55. Uh, Crowley contributed. Not quite as many, maybe about 25, 30. Uh, and then we got to a position where probably should have been on target for about 240. Uh, and then um, well, South Korean managed to, to reel it back in a little bit. So we're probably staring down the barrel of about 210, 215 at one point. When Kirsch got a, a dubious run-out decision. Um, and then stepped to the crease, uh, Damien Schickling and Tim Gray. And they've had an absolute treat. So Schickers, after a very controversial dismissal where he got caught, but there were six people on the leg side. Fielding restrictions. Which uh, which is a no ball, which only got pointed out after he got dismissed. That must get a few teams this year. Yeah. No, that's, that's not even fielding restrictions. That's just a rule. Really? Yeah, that's a rule. Their captain didn't know it, and he, he cracked it. So that was quite entertaining to watch. Um, I shouldn't say that. Zippy might be listening. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Shikas end up going on. I think he might have been on about 10 at the time. Went on and made a 43 ball 43. Good work, Damo. Not out. So yeah. Buddy, well down the order. Absolute treat. And Timmy Gray backed him up. Down the other end, I think he finished on uh, a well-made 20 off 12 balls. So... End up finishing on five for 237. Good um, score. Which very happy with that score. I'm realising how long it's taken me to get through this, so <laughs> I'll quicken up a bit. So South Korean uh, end up getting bowled out for 175. Matt Crow four for 28. And we're a off the bottom. few cheap ones at the end. <laughs> yeah, a few cheap ones. <laughs> Do you take them? You take them. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Puts the average down. Uh, and yeah, we're sitting second on the ladder. Off the bottom. Off, we're the, off bottom. the bottom. Now, uh, if we win this week, we'll still be seventh, but we'll be getting closer <laughs> to sixth. And you uh, celebrated pretty well on the Saturday night. What time did the last person go home? Um, It was earlier in the morning. Yeah, Yeah, it was. uh, I think Kirsch slash Kush was the last one to leave at about 6 a.m. I think it was was quite that late. I think it was. Goodness. It was 5.30 at least. Security rocked up about 2 o'clock in the morning and and let the boys play on. So good on him. Armed patrol. Good on him. Should have tased them, but you get that. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, right, so we go through the teams for this week. They're all one days again. Um, so we start with the fifth eleven. There's no. T- I'm not sure who they are playing, but the team is Nick Sterrett, Peter Baker, Jake Malone, Ryan Hires, Sam Griffiths, E Sidhu, G Sidhu, Tully Smith, Flynn Smith. Um, Matthews and a new player to the club, Sanjiv Menta. Fourth 11 versus Wonga Park at home. Um, captain by Mark Jackson. 
Um, Nate Percy, Aidan Baker, Oscar Sterrett, Andrew Mardo Martin, Sasha Peters, Ash Kearney, Nikhil Butra, Jay Llewellyn, and Damo Delaney. Um, and Brad Munro looks like a 13th man. Maybe playing Just one a week. shout out to Jesse Llewellyn. They had his birthday party on uh, on Tuesday night when we had a Nico's function. Thanks for the invite, Jesse. Yeah, thanks for the invite, Jess. Jesus. Lost in the mail. Yeah, must have been lost in the cloud. Uh, third 11 v Scoresby playing away. Jeez, that's a trip out there. Uh, Cal Richardson, Jamie Atkinson, Chris Ando Anderson. Michael Renfrey, Tim Christou, Darren Dempsey into the threes. Uh, Daniel Gray, pants. He's what? in. Are you kidding? Jeez, he stands out. Yeah. Wow. Um, James Dempsey, Dean Schickling, Aaron Fisher, and Glenn Ellis. Bit of craft. You sure that's right, Daniel Gray? <laughs> that's right. Wow. There you go. Yeah. A few Panadol, get him through. Um, <laughs> second 11. Playing North Ringwood at North Ringwood, just down the road. Um, team is Nick Wright, Michael Cook. Go, Nico. <laughs> Matt Stevenson, Jacob Cardwell. Adam Swanson into the twos. Nanu. Swanee, well done. Well deserved. A couple of 50s in a row. No, I was going to say someone's six, surely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a positive attitude. <laughs> Been bowling leggies too, apparently. He's, oh. He keeps nudging Geordie for a ball. I think he's a I don't think he's going to get one. <laughs> um, another in. Another big in here. Sticks Nickel. Whoa. The coach. He's in. Handy in. Handy Absolutely. top order left-hand bat. Uh, Jake Collings, Jordan Ellis, Jeremy Bell, myself, and Belginda Singh. Good team. Good team. All right, yeah. First 11 playing North Ringwood. They are unchanged. Playing at home. Um, team is Jack Price, Matt Crow, Taylor Gibson, Samit Singbra, uh, Matt Kershaw, Kush, Damo Shickling, Tim Gray, David McIntosh, Josh Gray, Caleb Delaney, and my brother Nick Kearney. Good team. Those are the teams for this week. Good luck to all teams. Hopefully get five wins on the board and then celebrate Saturday night at the Christmas drinks. Rightio, Laura, I want to run through the social events. Um, yeah, so the next one we've got coming up is just this Saturday, which is just following the seniors' games. It's going to be just Christmas drinks. Um, in previous years, we've done a big Sunday day event, which has involved Santa on a fire truck, which has been great, but um, due to scheduling reasons and, and things. <laughs> yeah, um, so unfortunately. Christmas, who would have thought? Oh, who would have thought? Um and the boys didn't want to run it by themselves without me, so that came into play as well. Um, so we are just doing some Christmas drinks following the seniors game on Saturday, so around 6.30, um, 7 o'clock. Uh, I've got some, got a couple of little games and some bits and pieces going on, so a uh, bit of a Christmas raffle as well. So uh, if you want to swing past, um, have a couple and before we break up for a few weeks. Uh, then when we come back in January, uh, Australia Day Eve, last year we hosted a reverse raffle hosted by Jack McDonald um, and he did that so well and it was such a massive hit and everyone had so much fun that we decided we'd do it again, do it a little bit bigger and better. We have a bigger cash prize of two and a half grand. We have more tickets to be sold. Um, it's on Australia Day Eve, which is Saturday the 25th. 
Um, for those who don't know what Australia Day is, <laughs> it, have a few. straight after the game because yes, the boys are playing on the Saturday. Sorry to sorry to burst your bubble. Um, so straight after the seniors game, fifty dollars a ticket uh, for entry. Now that entry will give you two hours worth of free unlimited drinks with just a two dollar surcharge Jeez, on your spirits. Um, so it'll give you plenty of drinks. So come down to the event. We def- definitely encourage that. DJ Mac is going to be playing some Aussie tunes and DJ might Mac. even tune in to the last of the Hottest 100. I believe that's playing on the Saturday as well. So we'll see see how the top 10 go there. Um, beautiful. Bit of Tones and, and I. Tones and I wins it, you reckon? Oh, that or Billie Eilish. I'm sure she'll no, be yeah. up there as well. It's a <laughs> every, every, everyone's got their top Matt 10 Matt Corby brother um, But yeah, not only a couple of uh, hours worth of free drinks um, But you've got the entertainment You've got uh, being Australia Day Eve There's going to be a bit of an Aussie dress up So dress up as your favourite Aussie character Bogan, whatever floats your boat there And it's yeah, it's just going to be a, an amazing night And I'm really looking forward to that one And with great company, uh, should oh. add Absolutely. Some of the best company going around. Absolutely. We are, oh, well. It's the biggest function of the year. So it it is, it is. So. Sort of next to presentation night, it's it's a massive um, fundraiser for the club and it's it has proven to, to build a massive turnout because if people are down playing cricket, then by all means they're not going to be down the down the beach so they may as well hang around and make the most of the time with their friends and and we're all friends here and it's just going to be awesome so where can people get tickets laura they can buy their tickets through the facebook event page so if you like the um, cricket club on facebook you'll see the event up there um, and there's a link to forward you through to try booking and you can pick your seat your seat, it looks like cinema, cinema seating, but um, your seat number is your ticket number. So if you're superstitious and you've got a favourite number, by all means, jump on early and get that number. Um, and then more tickets will be sold on the night, but you've at least got to get your entry onto the into the night itself. Fantastic. Sounds Thanks. good. Good work, Laura. Thank you. All right, our sponsors plug here, Give You want to run through that just quickly? Uh, yes. So sponsor of the week is Noel Jones Ringwood. So, Noel Jones Ringwood have been a long-time supporter of the cricket club, specialising in real estate, selling and leasing. Uh, support the sponsors that support your club. So, if you go down, if you are looking at, uh, at selling or leasing a house, they are your company, yep. company to go through. So, yep. they do a fantastic job down there. Brittany's uh, team do a good job down there. Yep. Um, local experts. So. If you do want to uh, get in touch with them, I'm sure their number won't be hard to find, or just visit www.noeljones.com.au. Fantastic. Now, Laura, <laughs> on to you. Special guest. It's her first, yeah, first woman on the on the po- yes. podcast. Mm. Um, first lady of the club. Yeah, as expected. Thank you. <laughs> no, oh. Not not worried at all. <laughs> no, they're they're pretty PG. Good. Unlike Mardo's one, you're not going to be asked about your bald patch on top of your head or anything. So <laughs> you should be you should be right. Because uh, I don't have one. <laughs> So you want to tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the into the um, questions? Yeah, sure. Uh, for for those who don't know me, I feel like people people in the seniors do know me quite well. But um, for those who don't, I started coming down because uh, if you don't know Peter Wright, he is the president of the club. He is my father. So forced. Um, forced <laughs> exactly. So when I was very young, probably four or five or something, I started coming down to support him. He had a good cricket career himself and. I recall him at one point even opening the batting with Cara and the ones and 
he um, he still plays in the vets and he's sort of on and off um, president. He can't really be a part of something without being heavily involved, which is something I do admire about him. Um, but yeah, came down supporting him. Then I have two younger brothers, Cameron and Nicholas. Um, Nick, you would have heard in the lineup for the twos. Uh, he, they both played cricket. Um, Cam at one point even captained the fours. Uh, he does not play anymore, but uh, Nick hangs around. And found it's... love, I do believe, Cam. Yeah. Found love and yeah, never to be seen again. <laughs> Jamie's lovely. and typical. And, <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. I'd love my brother, but he's batting a little bit there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, we, we do love the, the two of them. Um, and, yeah, it sort of developed from there. So um, in my teen years, I was friend, good, really good friends with a girl called Beck Gorfine and her brother Ben sometimes plays cricket for us as well and it was the two of us coming down to support our brothers and um, then we became friends with a lot of uh, quite close friends to a lot of the with a lot of the guys our age a um, couple of them still play like your junior Tim Gray Jack Price and um, from there yeah it's just sort of developed I was helping mum in the canteen when I was a teenager because she was so social secretary um, for a while and I sort of took over that role from her when I turned 18 and then it was on and off and you just can't get rid of me really <laughs> a lot of a lot of my close friends are are here and and a lot of my close girlfriends have become the girls who are the wives and girlfriends of the club as well so yep yeah yeah the number one holiday organizer at the club I am a travel consultant <laughs> flight center ringwood yes Eastland Flight Centre at Eastland, the original one, not the one that's been converted from Escape Travel, although I do love the people there, but we are the original and the best. That's when you're working. Usually you're jet-setting around the world, Mexico or Africa. Or... Oh, I have never been to Mexico, actually. It's there on the go. bucket list. Thanks for, thanks for calling me out there. It's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, when I'm not distracted by Taylor Gibson popping in to say hi and, and uh, capture all my female colleagues' attention. Um, oh, well, wow. here we go. Here we go. Second, he walks in. They're chatting me on Google Chat. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. No, um, yeah, I've been, I've been around the globe. Yeah, there you have. Yeah, organised my USA trip earlier in the year. It was spot on, pretty bang on. Yep. Thank you. I've, I've organised a handful of people's trips throughout the club, so I do appreciate the business, and it's always good to. To deal with friends as well, it makes the day go faster, and, and you do look after us as well. Just, yes, it well, I and do, you're, you're passionate about your job, so it definitely makes a difference. Do have to book out an extra half an hour when it's friends, because I know we'll just end up talking about <laughs> all sorts of things. But hmm. all right, well, we'll get started on the questions then. So, oh, God. bit of a bit of a segue into this first question for what you just been speaking about. Mm. Undisclosed sources, sorry. <laughs> Always undisclosed. What do you love most about being involved in this great club of ours? The people. Um, although I've learnt a lot about the sport itself and I can quite easily watch it when it's friends of mine playing, um, I it's it's not so much it's not so much as the sport that I'm here for, it's the people. Um, all the guys and the girls, they're just very down to earth, they're very welcoming to anyone new. I think Mardo mentioned this um a f- number of times last week on the podcast that just there's not there's you can't pick a bad person at this club and I just love being surrounded by 
good, friendly, fun people who treat everyone equally and we all chip in to help out and it's just a really good family and friends environment and I couldn't rate it any higher. I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't surrounded or didn't know these people. Yep. Well, yeah, looking looking around at other clubs and, and quite often we get feedback that all our playing group, not just the ones segregated, two segregated, it's it's the whole club. So from the ones mm. down to the fifths, everyone's happy to mingle. Like you, you sit up here on a, on a Thursday night and you'll have captain of the ones, you'll, you'll have Kirsch there with yeah. sitting sitting with under-16s. Yeah, like tonight, and, they're playing, tonight they're playing poker and there's a few you guys on the fours playing with the ones blokes. Yeah, and I get the junior mums now asking me if, if a handful of the under-16s can hang around for Thursday night dinners because they just like being part of the environment. So hmm. it's very, yeah, it's really welcoming and it's just amazing to see more and more people coming through. Well, it's probably, probably the development of the club over the last... 10 years mm. well, and more and more families be... growing as well oh definitely you're here on a Saturday Saturday night just after the game and there'd be yeah. sometimes 15 15 toddlers or, or young kids mm. in here crawling mm. around and you it's go gee that's a, that's a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a change from 10 years ago yeah no it's it's can't say anything bad about that yeah at all yeah definitely alright next question uh, who is the funniest person at the club Oh God, that's a good. Not one. the funniest looking, because we have a few for that. The funniest <laughs> person, obviously yourself. You know? oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one person. I'll. No, come on, give us one. I'll. You got it in the... Don't be Switzerland. Oh. oh she on. looks puzzled. Puzzled. Her. <laughs> um, who provides a lot of laughs? It'd probably. I I, I laugh a lot at D Mac, and I always have. Kidding. Yeah. Nah, dry sense of humour. He is quite funny. Like, oh, on a one-on-one, like D-Mac, D-Mac, when I said Beck and I used to hang around here as teenagers, it was him that sort of started talking to us and Glenn McDonald, who used to be playing down here too. And we just thought they were the funniest people ever and he still has a, a good few lines, but everyone's funny. Like, Jack McDonald has his dad jokes and, yeah, and Jacob's very funny and... You can, all it, all, <laughs> You'll get a kick out of that. Everyone has Funky their, Friday their tomorrow. Sense, get ready. Everyone has their own sense of humour, and I, I, I'm honestly laughing all the time when I'm down here. So yeah. it's hard to pinpoint one specific comedian. So you've named six people for the fun yep. of the club, in, <laughs> including G Mac and G Mac. Not yeah. He, he played at Croydon, Croydon North a couple of weeks ago. So we're not talking about. He G-Mac was funny when I was 16. Anymore, I haven't really you. seen him much lately. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not too hard to have a laugh down here. We've got our own. Our own kind of vocab, don't we? Own the oh, own Geordie. language. God, Geordie. Geordie. Actually, no, take that back. Geordie and Dale, Lath- Geordie Ellis and Dale Latham yeah. have to be two of the funniest men I've ever met. I'll back you up there. They are good. They, Dale, Dale is extremely I've, funny because he'll say something and then laugh really loud at his own joke. Yeah. And then you I laugh at him laughing at it. Them first. It's just a vicious cycle. I've I've told them personally. I'm like, if you are in any room and it could be surrounded by as many or as little people, so long as there's one of the two of them there, you are going to have a good time. Yeah, just high IQs too. Oh, in the yeah, moment. very smart. It, smart in the yeah. moment. They don't get yeah. carried away by by the joke or anything. They just get it out. And... Yes, and they can laugh at themselves, and it's all very yeah, yeah. Sorry. Rightio. So, who's your biggest inspiration slash role model? Doesn't have to be here, but. Maybe in life or... Oh, I'll probably my... Oh, God, in life. 
Maybe one from the club and then one from gonna, the I was going to say, let's go from the club. It would be my dad, that hands down, because he, as I said before, he can't do something half-assed, if I'm allowed to say that, to a podcast, PG podcast. But um, no, he I doesn't. Worse he, is snuck by. <laughs> he doesn't do things halfway. He is very committed to anything he does in life, whether it be work or um, just help helping people out or his sport, um, Aquinas, uh, he's heavily involved in that. He can't just sort of go as a spectator. He has to be involved. Um, no, and he's he, a very passionate man. He is passionate. He, he will make sure all the job's done. He'll make sure everyone's sorted out. And he's passionate about the club and the people in it. And, yeah, just, yeah, he's... He's up there with, in terms of hardworking people, he is up there. And Very good person to have as a role model. Yeah. Awesome. He has a few laughs too. Well, that is sort of away <laughs> from the club and with the club. Do you want to yeah. go to, into another out of the club role model or are you happy just settling on that? Oh, no, Outside I'd have to club, think too say. hard about it. <laughs> Pedro then. Yep, Pedro it is. Yeah. Uh, who is your favourite brother? <laughs> Oh, I can't pick When you're on the spot, you, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> she picks six people as the funniest person at the club. To so this be honest, is, this is I don't think Cam listens to this, one. so let's go with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they're, they're both awesome and both in very different ways. Cam's more outgoing, logical, very smart, always willing to help me with my finances. He's read The Barefoot Investor, as you have too, Taylor, I know, and he's constantly on me and, and concerned about, not that there's anything to be concerned about, but um, yeah, he's just very easy to get get along with. With and then you've got (laughs) a story, and then oh god, and then you've got Nick, who is generally more reserved if he's if the cyclone hasn't come out. Um, If you're into him, he's a different boy. But he Nick is very (laughs) Nick is very creative um, as a result of that, and very patient. As you could probably see with his batting, he's, um, yeah, no, and very thoughtful. So Nick, I was, one, I woke up a little bit seedy after um, I can't even remember what it was, um, but I wasn't, I wasn't well, and he came over to my place to pick something up, and while he was there, he decided to make me a bit of an apple cider vinegar tonic and hey. all sorts of things and just make sure I was I was well and fed and, and it's those little things that actually that Nick, people don't see with Nick. That's nice. Mm, so, and very, very musically talented. So you got to pick so, one. Come on. Nick. Nick. We'll go Nick. We'll go Nick. We'll go Nick because... Musically yeah, talented Nick. Nick. I might have to, might have to get him Nick in. Nick is and, very and, talented. Yeah, learn a bit more about that. Mm. Uh, no girlfriends on the radar though for him. What's happening there? No, no. I think he's he's happy in his own company most of the time. His but dog, he's just got his dog and that's that, or he just doesn't tell anyone because that's probably no. That's probably that's after, when I say after, he's reserved, he dark, probably kind of a holds later. a lot close. So there's probably a little bit we don't know about Sneak him, out even the back myself. Door. You never know. Oh, God, no. I don't think Dad would allow him. <laughs> okay. Next question. Mm. Obviously, uh, recently, relatively recently, bought your new property. Yes. When you're slaving away in the kitchen, what is your go-to dish? Oh, I love a lasagna. You can't go past lasagna. Lasagna for one. 
Let's, uh, no, because you freeze it. It's anything tomato-based you can freeze. Okay. <laughs> and then that means you come home after work and you don't want to cook a meal for one person, so you just pull it out of the freezer. Lasagna is a good go-to. And I, Smart. It's hard to stuff that up. I'll we'll have to take some notes. <laughs> good work. All right. Um, what's it like babysitting? Or what's it like still babysitting your brothers and uncles? Babysitting them. I don't know if I'm babysitting them. You kind of have to keep them under control a little bit. Uh, yeah. Damo and Jed can be pretty loose units as, as well as your old man after a couple Definitely. of sherbets. <laughs> Seeing them have a good laugh. Well, Sunday like Sunday if babysitting is as much as sitting back and just watching it all unfold, then then yes, they're, once they, they're, they're all very different people as well. Um, and if you've spent any any amount of any stretch of time down at Phillip Island at the beach house with any of them, you you see very different sides of each one of them. So, um, so I'll probably hear him in a few weeks. I love I love them all, but I'm also <laughs> very very lucky with my father. Maybe he's nowhere near cows because I'll probably hear. Him. Yeah, you you would. We'll make sure we swing past your house, George. All right. <laughs> all right. This can roll into the next question, actually. Okay. Who's harder to keep under control, Pedro or Nico? Oh, I think who's harder to keep under control? I think I can even answer. <laughs> Dad. Really? <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, Nick just does his own thing. You can sort of leave him there, and you Solid know, operator. no, the boy, the boys will look after him. Dad, dad, you just, dad, you just don't bother because dad's. If dad's gonna, you know, go hard, he'll go hard. If pin dad, the ears back, he's pinning the ears back. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't tell him where to go. He's, he's been doing it too long. He, yeah. Just experience. You, you can't you buy don't, it. Yeah, no, you don't bother. Uh, next question. This is a. I'm just reading this for the first time. Mm. This is quite a tricky one to answer, I reckon, Laura. Oh, God, and the others haven't? But Yeah, but if you were a cricketer, what kind of player would you be? Uh, all-rounder, because I'm bloody good at everything, aren't oh. I? No-brainer. <laughs> all-rounder. Easy as that. We are a bit of an all-rounder off the field, so an all-rounder on the field would, would make a bit more sense. Yeah, yeah. What would okay. you bowl? Oh. Left, right arm. Pace. Chinamans. Oh, fast is always good, isn't it? Just bowl fast. Pace. It's by yeah, Isaacs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right arm Isaacs. It's always, it's always more entertaining to watch, isn't it? Yeah, true. True. Probably wouldn't get as injured as often as, as Isaacs. That'd be oh, good. I, I wouldn't get injured because if the ball was flying towards my face, I'd run five metres from it. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> I've seen too much. <laughs> I think you were there that day when you got hit, weren't you? Oh, I, w- I was definitely there towards the end. I saw him there with an ice pack and it Tried didn't to catch look good. with his face. <laughs> and he almost did again on the weekend, actually. Did he? Exactly yeah, it's, it's, it was it. up in the... Oh, was it... Might have been the warm-ups. It was up in the air and I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be a tough catch. And he's caught the ball. It was a really high catch. He's caught the ball right in front of his mouth. And I thought, if that goes through your hands, Junior, that's smacking you right oh. in the lips. It's a dangerous way to be catching. But I guess you you want to be catching it. Split his lip right open. Yep. Stitches. Marinda Hospital known by first name. So, Um, Favourite place in the world? Apart from the cricket club. How many countries have you been to? I think it's listed on the email. Outside of Australia, we are very lucky where we live. Um, I've been to 31 countries in 31 years. Jesus. Just gave away how old I am. I've been to two. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) You've been hanging around since you were a teenager. (laughs) 
long uh, serving. Since I was five. Long, long yeah. serving. Flash, flashback. No, what is it? Throwback Thursday. I remember Kara and Stocky giving me whizzy dizzies when I was 10 years old. So that's <laughs> on the field. Yeah, nice. And running field. topless through sprinklers when I was young enough to do so. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how long I've been here. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's sad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I've lost track of the question. Favourite, Favourite place, place in the world. Favourite place in the world. Okay, so outside of Australia, I love Hawaii um, because it's just got something for everyone. It's got food, it's got drinks, it's got walks, it's got nature, it's got national parks and beach and... Oh, listen, you said favourite place, not cheapest. (laughs) um, High roller, you? Yes, yes. Oh, that's the best question. I've got some cheap flights to Hawaii. I want to book some accommodation. Well, you're in for a shock. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it's... I've been back twice the second time was for work, but it was just, yeah, it was fun. I'm a summer person. I like the beach. I like getting outdoors and and that's got everything anyone could ask for. That probably has a bit to do with your upbringing, always been down Phillip Island yes, as well. Yes, Um We were lucky enough, Dad or Dad's parents bought a house down at Phillip Island when he was about 20 years old, 21 maybe, um, and then it's been in the family ever since. So we've done some renos to it, added a new story down the bottom but it's um whereabouts philip island ventnor just near Grossside point if you know philip island so <laughs> johnny's so not near cows obviously not no it's 10 10 minutes drive five ten minutes but it's a it's not a bad setup because it is a quieter beach so you still get a bit of bit of privacy and a bit of quiet and it's a nice calm beach so you can just go down for a paddle and come back for breakfast it's very lucky I've got a bit of late mail as well. Late mail, okay. Late mail. This isn't my, on my running sheet, but we'll run with it. True or false question. Oh, <laughs> like where this is going. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about finances before. Oh, um, yeah. So when you bought your first car. Yes. Is it true that you went for a loan without telling your parents and then they got a call saying that you've put a loan through and they need to be guarantor for the loan? False. False. Oh, wow. Uh, when I, my, well, my first car was an old Toyota Corolla, but the first time I bought a car was the one I'd been driving for the last 12 years and recently got rid of, um, was the Toyota Yaris. And I went, had a full-time job at the time. I went to a dealership and I wanted a new car because I wanted like a, it's just something I wanted to treat myself to because the car I was driving had no power steering, no power windows and it was a bit... It's it tough times. Um, got a new one but, now, though. Pardon? Got a new one now. I do have a new one now. Um, but so when that, I that's went, completely false. When I went, yes, it's completely false. When I went for... Well, that's coming. I, I got a loan, but they shouldn't have gotten a call about being guarantor, so it's halfway true. That's come from the, the great man's mouth as well. Oh, wow. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. No one went guarantor on my loan. That's what he told me. You've I started like, domestic. Oh, you, you have started domestic. <laughs> someone's as soon as lying they leave here. here. Someone's lying here. Did <laughs> you go guarantor on a car loan? It's just a bit... No? I'll no. open that question up to you, George, that last one. Uh, just get to know your host a little bit better. Your favourite place in the world? Yosem- Laura's Hawaii. Yours? Yosemite. The National Park. No, just... Nice, is it? Great place. 
Is that because you like photography and it provided a lot of... I think just the grandness of it. You don't actually mm. realise. You can look at all the photos and it does look good in the photos. Mm. But until you actually get there and stare up the top of El Capitan and oh. Half Dome, it's um, pretty unreal. I have to add that to the bucket list as well. I've heard it's quite good. <laughs> sure the cricket boys have been there and they're yeah. right about it. A few black bears around, that's all right. Yeah. Is that the one you have to play dead for or the one you have to look big for? Uh, that is the one you have to... And you're dead. <laughs> it's the one that... No, the, the brown bear's the worst. Grizzly. With dark clothes, mate. You might be mistaken for one. Yeah. Big bear. Isn't right the... Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the grizzly, the brown. Grizzly's the bad one. They're yeah. up in Canada and Yellowstone. And... The black bear's the small one. Black bear's the one that... Yeah, I think you just got to got to make some noise in the, that yeah. right one. But yeah, that's my favourite place in the world. Gibbler, where's yours? Uh... Croatia or something? Croatia's not, not bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Croatia, yeah. Uh, can I have two answers? I would like two because I've got two that stand out way above the rest. I had multiple answers. So go right I'm going to go with the Greek islands as my first. Mm-hmm. Great party destination. You're a beach boy too. Mykonos, Eos, oh, just so good. <laughs> and Spain. Spain's very cultural and I just like, like the feel of Spain. Mm-hmm. Very old-fashioned and... Yes, stuck in the past somewhere. Did you nearly get like. arrested in Spain? Is that, that was that uh, was uh, Adam that, Swanson. That one. Okay, yeah. that's a com. <laughs> I heard yep. pre- I heard Daniel Gray, Daniel Gray was pretty quiet on that trip. Oh, gee whiz! That's uh, that could almost Ill, take its though, own podcast. It? That one in bed by in bed by seven. <laughs> Sounds about right. Six thirty. Righty, I think that, that wraps us up for this this week's podcast, episode six. Uh, thanks, Laura, for being. Oh, that Gibbler's got something. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Laura. Just got one extra bit of information, which I don't think was covered on last week's podcast. So if it, if it was, I do apologise. James Dempsey has been announced as captain of Croydon Hatch team. Yes. So that's, uh, that's I do believe, under 15's Hatch. Yeah, I think Demps posted that Sunday. So Sunday. we wouldn't have heard it. So this is a... Yeah, relatively new years to the club. Yep. So James Dempsey um, has been a fantastic cricketer this year. Uh, in particular, he's... he's uh, made quite a few runs and taken a few wickets. Uh, only made made forty odd last game in the sixteen. So he's in pretty good nick at the moment. And yeah, it's a it's a great chance, a great opportunity for him to to hone his skills for the under fifteen Croydon Hatch side. So they play five or six games around that in, in early Robin. January. So we'll get something up on our socials there. So if you want to pop down to to Croydon Park. Uh, and support him. I'm sure there'll be yeah. a couple of boys down there doing that. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll get that up on our socials. Just want to mention something quickly about the past players reunion, premiership reunion, just quickly, just yep. to get in front of people's minds. Yep. So it's middle of February and it's going to be a, a two times premiership reunion. So we've got a 40 year reunion and a 10 year reunion. Um, Mickey that, Watts doing the 10 year. I think he's trying to round them up. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, Wally's going to be doing the 40 reunion so yet yeah, more more news to come with that we're currently focusing on the, the Christmas um, function and the Australia Day raffle but yep. as soon as New Year ticks around we'll, we'll get information out regarding that and it's also going to be a past players day and a major sponsors day so Crowles, Tarosa and Norellan it's going to be a big day so yeah big day, big day. But yeah, just, just a few dates to keep in mind um, we'll get some more information out in the new year yep definitely but yes, thanks Laura for coming on the podcast this week. You're our first woman on the podcast, <laughs> our welcome. first lady of the club. 
We'll try and wrangle a couple more girls in before the end yeah. of the season. Another cracking Thursday night dinner tonight as well. I think Ebony's going to be on next next week. Is that right, George? Is she? <laughs> uh, she's in bed by six. So. <laughs> uh, Thank you. And thanks, Lance, for dinner tonight. Yeah, good work, Lana. Right, Joe, and uh, our next podcast is on the 10th of January. So this is our last one for 2019, unfortunately. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone and a happy, happy new, new year. year. Uh, a little bit of break, a little bit of a break for the boys, um, and then we kick back off on the on the eleventh of January. But the podcast will be tenth of January, so the, the day before. Um, yeah, subscribe to SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast, and yeah, that's it for another week. Thanks, guys, and yeah, thanks, George. Thanks, Cheers. Right. Thanks, guys. See you later.